Welcome to Kitzer Bekitzer. We're up to Simen Kuf Yud Alaf. The halachas of Bedikas and Betel Chometz. So besides for the Esther of eating Chometz on Pesach, it's also to, to own Chometz on Pesach. And we have two Yisurei Dei Raisa. Lo Yerei Lecha Chometz and Lo Yerei Lecha Sa'or Bechol Givulecha. That's one Pesach. There's a second Pesach that says Shivas Yomim Sa'or Lo Yimatze Bevetechem. No Chometz should be found in your house. So the first Isser is saying that you have to make sure that there's not going to be any chametz found um, in your Rishos. I mean, this begins even before Yom Tif. You have to make sure that by the time Yom Tif comes around, there won't be any chametz in your property. So you have to, number one, search for any chametz that may have been scattered anywhere during the year and destroy it. Second of all, you make, we make a bittle which is a conscious declaration by the owner, which halachically makes all of his chametz totally hefker, insignificant, like dust of the earth. So we're, we're going to go through the different halachas and the chayuvim of these bedika and bittel processes. I mean, so you, you could get away with either one, either bedika or a bittel, but the chachamim said to do both. Well, the bittel might not be done entirely sincerely, Plus, since you have chametz in your house the whole time, just because you mevatel it, you might come to eat it. Now, if you just try getting rid of it, there's always a possibility that you'll overlook something, so the bittel will cover that. Now, in the Zinsif Aleph, the Kitsa tells us that the night before every Pesach, we search for chametz. And we're chayev to check, to do this bedika right at the beginning of the night. You should do it immediately after Tzesach and the 14th night of Nisan, right? assuming that um, Pesach's not Motz Shabbos. Shabbos says we try to do it as early as possible in the night so that someone doesn't accidentally forget. You know, we don't want to procrastinate this mitzvah. You can't do the bedikah before night time. If you did it on the 13th using a candle, you don't wait for, for night, then you have to do it again at night without a bracha. If he does it the night before, actually, I don't know, by mistake, he does it the 13th night instead of the 14th night and he uses a candle, then he doesn't need to do it again on the 14th, uh, assuming that he didn't bring any chametz into the places where he searched before the 14th. However, the Shayat Sin brings down that there are shittos that, that, that say not to do it before the 14th because then you lose out on saying the brocha at the proper... You lose the opportunity of performing the bedika with the appropriate brocha. It's also to begin eating or to do any malacha half an hour before nighttime, before the bedika. This is because they were worried that you might get too involved in the meal or with the, the work and... He'll forget to do the bedika. If one did start eating or working before, he has to stop at Tzizek Chavim. You have to even stop learning Torah when it's time for bedikas Chavitz. You definitely can't start learning at that time. It's even, it's even a, a shayla whether you're allowed to start learning in the first half hour of Tzis, after Tzis. Because this is now Zman bedikas Chavitz. But uh, it's definitely much to start learning after Tzis before B'dikas Chometz, if you set up a Shomer, someone who is not learning, who will remind you, oh, it's time to do B'dikah, come, let's go. Next, Kitsa tells us, we don't do a B'dikah with anything other than a single wicked candle. Don't use a torch with a whole bunch of different wicks. If someone doesn't have a wax candle, they could use a, uh, from another material, they could use a chalev, a tallow, which is, it comes from a non-kosher product. You shouldn't use it because it drips and you have this non-kosher stuff that might drip onto your kalim, 
which will make them trace. And then you might not do such a good badika because you're not going to want to take your candle everywhere. Next, the kitchen tells us you have to check every room where you might have any concern that chametz was brought in there. This is even in, in cellars and annex and stores in your woodshed. Anywhere that there's a, a serious concern that there might be chametz brought in there, you have to check. So do any storage units, storage containers have to be checked if it's used for storing chametz. Now, before doing the badika, you should sweep out everywhere that was used for chametz, clean them out well. This way, when you do the badika afterwards, it'll be much easier. It won't be a, a cleaning search, it'll be a search search. However, the, the cleaning doesn't replace the badika. Even if you had kavana while you were checking, like, oh, now I'm, while you were cleaning, you're like, oh, this is also badika. That doesn't help. Because even when you're cleaning, you can miss a piece of chametz. Plus, you could do cleaning by day, and you can't do a badika by day. Next, the kitchen tells us that a cow shed, a barn, and over there you put all your grain for the animals, or a chicken coop, uh, you put little grains there for the chickens. That you don't need to check. Why? Because it could be that the grains that you put there never became chametz. And even if they did become chametz, then there's a solid chance that the animals ate it, and there's nothing left. However, if you did put the grains of chametz there, so you know 100% that there was chametz, and now there's only one suffix, whether it was eaten or not. It's not a sfax fake anymore. So you can't rely on the animals, the chickens, and assume 100% that they ate them, and therefore you would need to check the cow shed or the chicken coop. The Mr. Brewer does bring down a shita that if you are makbid, not to bring any chametz in there for 30 days before Pesach, then, even if you gave them real chametz the whole year, but for the last 30 days you haven't, then you could assume that any grain of chametz that was in there was eaten. And you wouldn't need to check it. Have a wonderful day. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.